Playing the Adele Easy On Me video for the first time ever here. Welcome to the 21 Politics Podcast. I know that's probably kind of a sad intro to start off the show on, um, but hey, it's Adele, right? And she looks, by the way, she looks fantastic. And I, I know she went through a lot right now and her marriage and stuff. So she's looking good. She's looking really good. Anyway, I like music. I'm a music guy, and I had to just kind of share that with you before we start the show tonight. Um, uh, first and foremost, welcome to 21st Politics Podcast. This has been um, a, this is a political podcast. We're not talking about music here or Dale. This is a political podcast, um, but I have been absent for quite a while now um, in, in creating an episode and posting it out there. Um, and the reason being is because I have no legitimate excuse. I, I've just been busy with work, uh, kind of just trying to get back on track with everything in life. And um, I, and I really haven't been following the White House politics a whole lot. So I didn't feel like I had a whole lot to come and share, even though there's always something to come out um, and share with you guys. But um, we're here now, right? So let's get to it. What are we going to talk about today? Tony, what are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about a few things. You might have heard this. What does Let's Go Brandon mean? You may have heard this on the news, some on social media, whatever it is. But um, Let's Go Brandon. Basically, I think it was, uh, I and I, I watched the NASCAR uh, NASCAR uh, race or whatever, and uh, Brandon, I don't know his last name, but there was a racer by the name of Brandon who was being interviewed by an NBC Sports reporter, and she's interviewing him, and as she's interviewing Brandon, the crowd is chanting, fuck Joe Biden, and they kept um, chanting, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden, which has become a, a pretty popular chant um in college football games and in other areas and i i think um um i mean it, the thing is this is a thing personally speaking when when the phrase is said fuck joe biden right um and and i said the same thing when uh donald trump was a president and people who disliked donald trump were were saying fuck donald trump i don't like the disrespect of the office of the president of the United States, no matter who holds the office, right? Personally speaking, I don't like it. Um, do I, am I triggered by it? Am I up in arms about it? No. The one side did it, the other side's doing it. It. I mean, it's fair game, right? It's mutual combat at the end, end of the day. Um, so the Democrats did it, and now you've got the Republicans or the Donald Trump supporters doing it. So, I mean, it's fair game. 
mutual combat. So you can't get mad about it. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, as as a NBC sports reporter is interviewing this Brandon racer here, and I don't know his last name, but as he's getting interviewed, crowd's chanting, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden. And she goes and tells Brandon, the racer, she says, it's, you hear the crowd chanting here, let's go Brandon. So now it's become this whole thing. It's kind of a subliminal subliminal and I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, way of saying, fuck Joe Biden, let's go Brandon. It's kind of the PC way of, of saying, uh, fuck Joe Biden. So again, personally speaking, I like to respect the office of the president, no matter who holds the office. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like what, and quite frankly, this is a thing. I'm going to say this before I move on to the next topic, but this is a thing. I feel bad for Joe Biden because it's not Joe Biden's fault. Let's be real here. It's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden was losing the primary race when it when whenever the Democrats were trying to decide who they wanted as their front runner. Joe Biden was losing. You guys, we all remember it. We everybody remembers it. Joe Biden was saved by the Democratic Party, by the elite Democratic Party. Right? He was saved. They put him as a front runner. The Democratic Party leadership is a complete failure. They really are because. They put up Joe Biden. They wanted Joe Biden as their front runner. And now they see how Joe Biden has, I mean, he's falling asleep at international meetings, like dozing off. That's not a great representation of the United States of America. It really isn't. And the Democratic Party has sincerely failed not only Joe Biden, but they have failed the American people. Joe Biden shouldn't have been chosen to be the front runner for the Democratic Party. I don't know why they did. They went with the worst person. And that's probably why they're going to lose in 2024. I do believe even even middle, even the Americans who aren't really Trump supporters and and aren't really into politics and they're but they didn't want to vote for Donald Trump because he was very divisive, so they kind of were forced to vote for Joe Biden. Even those people, they're not going to want to vote Joe Biden in. So <laughs> I think in 2024, the Democratic Party is going to have a very tough time um, winning a presidential election, and we're going to have another one-term president. Um, so, And Donald Trump may run, and I think he will probably be able to win this time around um, and uh, w- without the melon ballots mess that that has occurred and i'm not um that's a whole nother discussion though but that's what let's go brandon means that's what i think about the democratic party i think the leadership of the democratic party has completely failed themselves they failed themselves and they failed the american people they really did um so it, it is what it is um it, i think right now we're having a an election tonight uh, today is Tuesday, November, when this recording is happening, Tuesday, November 2nd. Um, there's an election tonight. Virginia governor, it, it seems like the uh, Virginia governorship is going to go to um, to the Republican Party. I haven't checked the results. I'll have to check later. Um, excuse me. I'm trying to see if I can pull them up here. But I, I, I haven't checked the results yet, and uh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll check them out later. But that's... Um, I mean, they're going to have a tough midterm 
um, coming up in next year in 2022. They're going to have a tough, tough midterm. The Democrats are um, and trying to get their people elected. And we'll, we'll see what happens. But it seems like Virginia looks like it may go to the Republicans. And um, and we'll see what I think New Jersey has a pretty tight race. Um, so we'll see what happens in these, both of these races elections. I think to me, elections are just very interesting because we get a, a kind of a sense of what America is feeling. What is a majority of America feeling? Um, and some may say that it may not represent, you know, accurately represent America because of possible fraud that's going on within, within the election. Um, and, and let's talk about this, right? fraud within the election mail-in ballots i i mentioned it just a second ago so i'll talk i'll dive into it a bit more here but let's talk about the mail-in ballots now we know that in georgia now uh joe biden won in georgia uh, by a number of votes and i think georgia was one of those last states like arizona that came out and it took them several days to count the votes because they had a lot of mail-in ballots that they had to count. Now, 2020 was the first election in which I think mail-in ballots, and and I, I know in Georgia, I think the mail-in ballots were the majority, if not a great number of votes came from mail-in ballots. And I think it's um, just thinking about it, right? Like if you rationally think about it now, I personally haven't seen any evidence to suggest or to a strong argument as to fraud happen and here's how. But if I sit down and I just think about how it could happen, um, it, it, it definitely could. I mean, you you think about it, right? If you're sending uh, mail-in ballots, unsolicited, by the way, which I've heard has happened. So meaning they just send the the um, election office just sends unsolicited mail ballots or um to all voters to, to all registered voters right and who's to say that one is that register is that person actually getting the ballot you know who is sending the ballot back um many of us and and don't act like you don't but many of us have forged a signature before whether it's on a permission slip or maybe it's your husband's uh, signature on something or your wife's signature on something many of us have forged a signature before on behalf of someone else maybe someone we know so who's to say that maybe someone who's more inclined and more involved in politics didn't go around and gathered their friends ballots who weren't so involved and they had more of a say in who got to be elected president in 2020 i mean these are just scenarios that are possibilities in my head so the elect so the elect uh, the the voting process it needs to be i believe that mail-in ballots should be a possibility if you really need to mail in your vote for uh, uh Maybe you're you're disabled. Maybe you don't have transportation, and you you have to go. I mean, how do we verify ID on on mail-in ballots, right? I mean, just imagine. I ima I sat there and I imagined. Okay, how would it go for me? So let's say the state of Texas. I live in Texas. Sent me a ballot, right? And I get the ballot in the mail, and it says, okay, fill out the ballot, and sign, and send it back, and boom, my vote's counted, right? But 
they i mean your my id was never verified it, you know how can it, what if what if let's say my sister was in my home i was out of town or something or she was house sitting and she comes in and she gets my my mail in ballot and let's say i wasn't as involved in politics and i said hey whatever do whatever you want with it i don't care she goes and she fills out for joe biden she sends it in the mail it could happen it probably it's it could happen and if it happens on a small scale then it could you know in several small scales it's a, it could affect the majority of an election so i prefer that people go to the ballot box and vote personally right and now mail-in ballots should be there but should be there under for extenuating circumstances i would say um but i would prefer people go to the to the to the ballot box show their id and vote vote i think that's a more accurate representation of what america is feeling and how america wants to vote so that's that um this podcast by the way um is i want to keep it 21 minutes long um and this episode today is mostly my opinion and just me getting my political vent out. So um, thank you for listening so far. Thank you for being here. And I hope you go. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate um, the, the podcast. Give it a five stars. Why don't you give it a five stars? Even if you don't agree with me, go on Google. Um, actually, you can email me if you don't agree with me. You can email me at 21politics at gmail.com, 21politics spelled out at gmail.com, and I'll respond to your email, or we'll uh, come on the show or something, and we'll take care of it. Um, I'm 14 minutes in. They're telling me I'm 14 minutes in. Um, are we having issues or something? We're good? Okay. Wasn't sure if we were having some sort of issues there. Um, so let's talk about um what joe biden is doing he's out in europe i think he's doing a climate change type initiative this the climate change debate huge debate one of my friends asked me about him i'm more on the conservative side i'm not gonna if you can't tell i'm more on the conservative side right i'm more on the conservative side but and I, I, I mean, I grew up pretty liberal. Don't get me wrong. I think Obama was a very hopeful president. I didn't follow many, uh, much of the Obama administration logistics, but he was a great speaker and he was a very hopeful president, right? Um, I followed more Donald Trump logistics. He wasn't a great speaker and he wasn't very motivating, but his logistics were great as a president. He got things done, in my opinion. Now... <sighs> And I mean, if you listen to him, it, 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 he makes sense. You, you know, logically, he makes sense um, when it comes to addressing issues. Now, when it comes to climate change, this is, I told my friend, I said, I believe in climate change. I do think that the, the seasons are getting, uh, one thing that I've noticed personally is that the seasons tend to st are, are starting up later, right? Like our um, our winter startups a little later, and then our spring starts a little later, our summer starts a little later. So I, if we continue moving in this direction, we're going to be having Christmas at 90 degrees here in the United States. I don't want that, right? But that's not the only reason I believe in climate change, and that's not the only reason why I want to help the planet. 
there's plenty of reasons, right? We want to make sure that um, this planet is um, is is safe to live in, in when you know we pass on and our generations are are still living here. Um, we're at the 16 minute mark, man. I feel like this show just kind of zooms by. I need to do more episodes. Um, but when it comes to climate change, I believe in climate change. I believe it's real. I don't believe that the government can fix climate change. The government is not the response for climate change because I guarantee you what they're going to do is find loopholes to get money back right into back into their pockets and into the pocketbooks of their friends. I don't believe that the United States should be making a huge investment like the Biden administration wants to do on climate change. Should we invest? Yeah, we should 100% invest in climate change. But we're not going to be making a huge investment. I mean, the Biden administration almost wants to go into this climate change summit and say, and, and, and go in there and say the United States is going to invest the most money, the most money in the world on the, to combat climate change. And 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 then we got to because this is the thing. When I looked at the foreign aid statistics and I looked how foreign aid money funds taxpayer money, how that money was distributed, I was disgusted. And I was disgusted to see that the majority of the money went to U.S. nonprofits and millions of dollars, millions of taxpayer dollars going to nonprofits in the United States. And then I looked at the, at the, at the IRS filings of these nonprofits and when they when I saw that these nonprofits were getting millions and millions of dollars from the United from the United States government, US taxpayer money, and these nonprofits were making millions and millions of dollars. And then I saw how the head of the nonprofits somehow were consulting and the, the their their own organization. It doesn't make any sense. Um, or excuse me. Maybe the nonprofit, I, the way I saw it is the nonprofit hired a consulting firm, right? And then when the nonprofit hires a consulting firm, and I look at the consulting firm's leadership, and I see that the same person who heads the nonprofit is the same person who heads this consulting firm that's getting paid millions of dollars a year to do stuff for the government. And then all that, all that ties back into into the to put it in in, in a, for for lack of better terms into the funneling funneling of money that goes back to the politicians and it's quite disgusting and it's it's this is why i refuse to believe that us government can fix the climate change issue this is why I would rather not have a huge investment in climate change. I'd rather let's take some funds of the uh, of of climate change money to educate the American people on how we can uh, save the planet, right? On on what we can do to to save the planet. I'm I'm for that. But when you start talking about oh we're gonna give we're gonna invest three trillion dollars into into this fund here, um, into this global fund here, I don't, I'm not for it because of what I've seen before. Um, I have more things written down 
and I didn't, I, I, cause I thought I wasn't going to have a lot to talk about, but I did. It's been 20 minutes and 15 seconds. They're telling me I need to wrap it up. Um, so thank you for listening again. I have so much more, more to say. Uh, my TikTok is blowing up. Um, our TikTok, the 21 politics podcast is blowing up 21 politics, um, on, um, TikTok. You can, you can find that and follow us because that's where we put a lot of our opinions too. I've been very active on that. So again, thank you so much. Let's hit Adele. She's going to wrap us out. Adele, thank you for being here from the YouTube video. Thank you, Adele.